Welcome to Reflections from the Heart, presented by Stewardship, a Mission of Faith. Reflections from the Heart is an outreach of Gospel Reflection, a family ministry of Stewardship, a Mission of Faith. For the next 30 minutes, please join us as we break open the bread of life in the Gospel reading for this Sunday's Mass, as we invite the same Holy Spirit who inspired the biblical writers to inspire us today. And now, here is your host with Reflections from the Heart. Hello, friends. Welcome to Reflections from the Heart, the program where we're going to walk through the gospel and some other scripture readings for the coming week. My name is Keith Nestor. I'm the director of Down to Earth Ministries, and I'm here joined today by my good friend, Mr. Jim O'Day from Integrity Restored. We're filling in for David Abel, um, who is hard at work doing lots of awesome things as he always is. And we're jumping in here to take over for the gospel. And we're so excited that we get an opportunity together to read this text today. It's an incredible text, and I'm fired up to be here. Jim, how are you doing today? Good morning, brother. Man, it is awesome to be on here with you and uh, to be with you, all the listeners of Reflections from the Heart. It's a true honor. Absolutely. Now, for those of you that don't know, Jim and I both, uh, we our ministries are part of Stewardship, a Mission of Faith, which is an incredible organization that's a family of ministries. We've got Down to Earth Ministry, which I'm a part of. We've got Integrity Restored, and of course, Fathers of St. Joseph, um, Spirit Power with, with Marty Rotella. We, we have a resource partnership where we send out materials all over the, the country to parishes. There's a lot of things that, that go on with Stewardship Mission of Faith, and this radio program is really an outgrowth of that because what's important to us most of all is to bring the faith to the world, to bring people closer to Christ. That's our mission. That's our, our calling. And we're excited to do that today. So we're going to talk with you guys later about how you can get involved with that and help make this possible because we really do need your support. So for you to get more information about what's going on with Stewardship Mission of Faith, of course, the best place to go is our website, stewardshipmission.org. And you can see all the amazing things that God is doing through this incredible ministry there. And uh, all right, so Jim, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to hear the gospel, my brother. So let's begin in a prayer, and then I'm going to ask you to read that for us, all right? Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord God, we come to you today asking you to enlighten us with your word. May it give us truth, power, and wisdom today as we study the words of the gospel. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. So as you said, Keith, such a beautiful gospel we're going to share today. It's Matthew 1, verse 18 to 24. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention, when behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Behold, 
the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded and took his wife into his home. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Powerful stuff. I mean, this is a text that, you know, we're all familiar with, especially when it comes to Advent, you know, as we are in this season of joyful expectation, preparing uh, for the Lord to come. But when you think about this idea of St. Joseph being approached by this angel, I mean, why do you think, Jim, that's so significant that the angel comes to St. Joseph and not just the Blessed Virgin Mary? Absolutely. So, you know, the interesting thing is about St. Joseph, we don't hear about him a lot, but when we think about what he did, he was the protector and provider for our Lord Jesus Christ. And that was an amazing responsibility. And, and you talk about, to me, one of the things we hear about all the time here at Integrity Restored is God can't be with me. I'm such a sinner. I'm so broken. I'm so bad. Joseph had the trust. He received that message from the angel, and he trusted. He trusted in God's mercy and love, and he took Mary into his home, and he protected them and provided for them. Just an incredible opportunity for us to think about this Advent. How yeah. do we trust God, or how do we fall short of trusting him? I mean, for Joseph, it was literally going to mean obviously life changing things. I mean, to to have to to have the 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 watchful eyes of everybody around you looking at you saying, "Hey, what happened here?" You know, I mean, the scandalous thing that this right. woman is conceived. You know, I mean, the whole period of betrothal is a little different than what we understand it to be. As you know, oftentimes we think about as well, they're just engaged. I mean, there was a little bit more going on there than that, but. You know, they didn't live together as husband and wife yet. So for her to be pregnant is a scandalous thing. As a matter of fact, according to the law of Moses, I mean, she could have been stoned. stoned to death. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so when the angel comes to, to Joseph and says, look, this is going to be your mandate to take care of this, to take care of the situation. But don't worry, because God is going to be with you. And I love how he says here that this takes place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Now, that's a a a tie back Matthew ties us back to Isaiah chapter 7 where we see this incredible prophecy given to this wicked king Ahaz okay right. now if you look at the text from Isaiah 7 and, and you see this king who was doing everything he can to protect his own skin because there were other nations conspiring against him and the prophet Isaiah comes to him and says look you need to get right with God you need to seek a sign for him. And Ahaz basically says, look, I don't want to ask for a sign from God. I will not tempt the Lord. Now, if you just look at that text, you might think, oh, he's a humble guy. No, that's not what was going on. He wasn't humble. He, was, he didn't want to submit to God's authority. But then Isaiah says, no, here's what you need to understand. And I love how he says, oh, house of David, you know, God is going to give you a sign. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son. They shall call his name Emmanuel. This is Matthew saying through the lineage of Joseph, who's a son of David, that son of David. Say, like, right. David is coming. Yeah. So for, for, for us to consider the fact that this season of Advent, this joyful expectation is that God is coming among us. And I think that's so powerful, Jim, because you know someone really cares about you when they're willing to enter into your experience. 
I mean, we've all, we've all been there, right? When, when we, when we need something and someone just wants to give us advice versus someone who's willing to say, uh, yeah, you know what? I'll be there. So if I have a, like, for example, let's say I have a problem with my car and I don't know, I'm trying to fix it because I don't know how to fix anything. Right. And I'm, I'm in my garage or my driveway and I have a buddy who's an expert mechanic. I can call that buddy and say, look, here's the problem. It's, it's one thing if they say, all right, well, try this, try that. But it's a completely different thing if they say, hey, I'm coming over. And, and you know, it's interesting. I had, I had a situation like that happen a few years ago. My wife and I were remodeling our kitchen. And we had somebody who was coming, who, who we had hired to come over to install these cabinets. And of course, you know how this goes. You have to have things done in the right order. We had new countertops coming on Monday. So the, the cabinets had to be installed I over the weekend. Yeah. You, you can't do, you can't do the counter, the countertops first, you know? Right. So I had a guy who was hired. he said he was coming and guess what? Never he didn't show. show. He didn't show. So Saturday morning, this guy doesn't show. I know we've got countertops coming Monday and my wife and I looked at each other like, what are we going to do? So we're trying to figure out what to do. And I called one of my buddies who's an incredible contractor. And I just said, look, here's the situation. I need to install Estelle and I need to install these counter, these cabinets ourselves. Can you walk me through it? And this, this brother in the Lord said, Keith, no offense, but you, you're un, you're incapable of doing that. <laughs> and I, I was like, yeah, you're probably right. And then he said, and he lives like an hour and a half away from me. He said, I'll be there in about two hours. Mm-hmm. And he dropped everything and he came into our experience. Right. And he came with us and he did what we could not do. Jim, that's what this gospel is all about, isn't it? Amen, brother. Amen. You know, one of my favorite verses is James 2, 26. Faith without works is dead. So often as believers, and don't get me wrong, there is nothing wrong with the power of prayer. It is important. But so often when somebody's in need and and needs us to reach out, we say, I'll pray for you. That is important. Don't stop doing that, my friends. But also, like this cabinet man, drive two hours to go help that brother. Sometimes we need that physical manifestation in our lives of true help. And that's what God is doing here. That's what this passage tells us. For God so loved us that he sent his only son to enter into our real situation, our humanity, our brokenness. So many people think that their religion, their faith is just about God telling us what to do. No, But the reality is God doesn't just tell us what to do through, through Jesus. And this is what we're seeing in our gospel reading today. He enters into our experience. He enters into our life. He loves us that much that he's not just saying the message of the gospel is not try harder, do more. The message of the gospel is God has come to be with us. He's entered into our experience for, as the scripture tells us here, the express purpose of saving us, Mm -hmm. which means my friends, that we can't save ourselves. We can't do it on our own. Just like I couldn't fix those cabinets on my own. And my buddy knew that. Right. And God God knew that. (laughs) God knew that. And God knows that about you and me and all of us. He knows that there's a lot more going on here because here's the deal. Just like my house is a fixer upper. My soul is a fixer upper. You know, we we all are, we all are are in need of 
restoration, renovation, remodeling, whatever analogy you want to use, we need it in our souls. And Jesus looks at us and says, look, I'm not just going to tell you how to do it. I'm going to show up mm-hmm. and I'm going to be there, you know, and through, through, through this text this morning, we see what it means to recognize the love of God in our lives. Because when you care about someone and you really truly want to help them, you enter in, you become with them, God with us. You show up. You show up. Yeah. Well, you show up, ladies and gentlemen. And what a beautiful message for this time of year, Christmas. There are people out there listening right now that are that are struggling with a lot of issues, Keith. Financial issues, health issues, familial issues, addiction issues, crisis of faith issues. Ladies and gentlemen, we cannot solve those problems, every single one of them. But what we what we can do is show up. Amen. And, and, you know, that's huge in and of itself, because I love the I love the 23rd Psalm where it tells us that when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Yeah. Right. God shows up in the midst. It doesn't say that God's going to take you out of that valley of the shadow of death. Right. He's going to create all of this worldly ease for us. Okay. I mean, we know that our faith tells us that to follow Christ means taking up our crosses, but we're never called to take them up alone. Right. That, that imagery of following Jesus with our cross, it's, that's, a, that's a communal thing that we enter into in relationship with God who has carried his cross and who has come with us because he loves us. So, so my friends, I, wanna, I want you all to think about this. How does this impact you? Where do you need to trust like St. Joseph? Where do you need to recognize that God is calling you to faithful obedience? Because what he says to, what the angel of the Lord says to Joseph is, is, is great advice. He says, do not be afraid to take Mary into your, as your wife into your home. What does he need to say to you not to be afraid to do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because fear, fear is the, the fruit of a lack of trust, ultimately, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and 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 I can imagine Saint Joseph had great fear with this situation of what was going on. Hey, I'm betrothed to this woman now; she's pregnant. I'm certainly not the dad, but he didn't let the fear stop him. Amen. He listened to the angel and he moved forward. Probably still fearful, but he did it anyway. He showed up for Mary like we can show up for all the Marys in our life. Mm, powerful. Yeah. Right. And, and, and one of the things you brought it up in the beginning of the show, Keith, and, and I think this is an opportune time to bring it up, you know, stewardship that, that puts on this reflections of the heart every week at no charge to anybody with no sponsorship funds the whole thing. Well, we're having a little bit of a financial crisis here this year coming into 2023. And ladies and gentlemen, if you have experienced the Lord in any way through our weekly gospel reflections, reflections from the heart, or any of the programs that stewardship supports and, and, and provides so many free resources to tens of thousands of people. I mean, the Integrity Restored podcast alone, Keith, 85,000 unique downloads, hundreds of priests using our material. Tens of thousands of individuals and marriages helped and healed. This stuff, ladies and gentlemen, it can't happen without you. So I ask you to prayerfully consider right now, can you support 
with a monthly gift or a one-time donation, this important work, we need you. We're asking for your help. Can, yeah. you, can you show up? We need you to show up. We need you to be with us in this fight, my friends. You know, it's 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 amazing. I, I also hear from people almost daily who are being brought into the faith, being brought into the church, you know, through through the ministry of, of stewardship, mission of faith, through down to earth, through the Father of St. Joseph, you know, and, and it's it's a powerful it's thing to be power. able to, to enter into that with people. And we only get to do that because of the ministry of stewardship mission of faith and friends i'm I'm here to tell you god's got an incredible plan he's reaching people lives are being changed and the ministry of the gospel is being put forth but as jim said you know we need people to show up to be with us in this we know god is here with us but god has always worked through the ministry of his people so friends i want you to trust in that i want you to consider deeply what you can do to be a part of what God is doing through all of these ministries and, and the family of ministries of stewardship and mission of faith. So again, visit our website, check out the links and, and do what the Lord tells you to do. And we, we, we trust that God is with us. We don't fear because we know God is with us. Amen to that. Yeah. So I want to ask you something, Jim, when it comes to this idea of St. Joseph, you know, there was this element in his life of probably a little bit of apprehension. Like, what does this mean? What's this going to, how do I, what do I do? How do I play out? What do you think it's like when you hear from God to do something that you don't get the full picture of? And you don't understand what your next move should be. Well, let me tell you a personal story. My 21st birthday, my birthday present was honey. I'm pregnant. Wow. <laughs> we were not betrothed. <laughs> and and I reached out um, to two men in my life, uh, my dad and and one of one of my uncles, and they both asked me how much. But I had an angel speaking to me. I didn't know it at the time. I was away from the faith. I did not know it at the time. But but thank you, Jesus. I had an angel speaking to me, Keith, and it didn't sit right with me. And, and, and now I look back 35 years later, my wife, Kim, and I are still married happily and in love. My daughter, Jessica, who everybody told me we should have an abortion. My daughter, Jessica, is a successful businesswoman with her, with her husband and has two beautiful identical twins who are turning 10. Praise God. Wow. The world is a better place because of her and, and what she brings to it. And I have a son, Jimmy, who's in graduate school studying to get his master's in public health. And he too is going to change the world and contribute in a huge way that only God knows. So I know that fear humanly. I, you know, I could sit down and have a bourbon and a cigar with St. Joseph and say, I get you, brother. I know what you were feeling. But thanks be to God. God puts those little whispers. Yeah. I, I love how it says when Joseph woke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took his wife into his home. That, that That's a simple statement, but there's so much power in it that he woke up, he heard the word of God and he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. And he, he said, okay, I'm, I'm stepping up to the plate. 
You know, when we hear the word of God spoken to us, when we find ourselves in that tough situation where that phone call comes in, when it's like, hey, I'm pregnant as you went through or whatever it might be, you know, we're all in different circumstances. We all have that different moment of, of facing the reality of what God has put in front of us. And the question is, are we going to be obedient like St. Joseph? Are we going to trust? Or are we going to be like King Ahaz, you know, from Isaiah 7, who says, I will not ask. I will not tempt the Lord. And, and I love what Isaiah says to me. He says, listen, O house of David, is it not enough for you to weary my people? Must you also weary my God? Friends, we don't want to weary God with our disobedience, with our lack of trust, with our lack of faith. We want to be the people who, like St. Joseph, awoke and do as the angel of the Lord commanded us. We don't get the picture into the struggle of what St. Joseph was going through, but we know that he must have been afraid because he was commanded not to be, right? Amen. Don't be afraid. So sometimes we can think, well, it must have been easy for (sighs) for the Blessed Virgin Mary or for St. Joseph because, you know, we're looking back on this. But nobody was standing there with St. Joseph going, well, this is Matthew 1, 18 through 24. You're going to have to flee to Egypt, but you're going to come back and this and that. And, you know, all of this stuff, just just do it. Like, he doesn't know exactly what this is going to look like at this moment. But what he does know is this. God is with us. He's coming. This child that has been conceived has been conceived by the Holy Spirit. And you, St. Joseph, have been chosen of all people to be the caretaker of the mother of God and of God himself in the flesh, God with us who comes not as a king with an army and a a powerful display of force, but comes as a, as a lowly baby born to poor parents. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's powerful message in that because sometimes, you know, we can, we can get caught up in that thinking, well, who am I? What can I do? I'm just a simple, humble person, but that's who God uses, Jim. What were you going to say? Amen, every time. And I think it's important to realize that I'm sure, as a human being, St. Joseph had a lot of doubt and a lot of fear, but he didn't let that, that freeze him. He didn't let that stop him. He trusted in the moment of every day. And I think that's important for us to realize because all of us, during our lives, we're going to go through tough times. We can't worry about the past. Scripture tells us not to. And we certainly can't worry about the future because it's not guaranteed. But what we can do right now is trust in the Lord. Amen. In this moment. Amen. You know, there's one other text that the church has given to us this week that goes along with these. And it's from the book of Romans. It's the, actually the opening to the book of Romans. St. Paul's theological manifesto, right? It's been rightly called like the greatest theological manifesto ever written, the book of Romans. And the church gives us this reading as part of part of our, our, our weekly readings. And I, I think it's powerful. And I'd just like to, to read that to, to everyone and, and kind of close with this. Paul, a slave of, Jesus, of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised previously through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, The gospel about his son descended from David according to the flesh, but established as son of God in power according to the spirit of holiness through resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through him, we have received the grace of apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name 
among all the Gentiles, among whom are you also who are called to belong to Jesus Christ, to all the beloved of God in Rome, called to be holy, grace to you and peace from God our Father, the Lord Jesus Christ. Wow. Friends, recognize this. Jesus Christ is descended from the line of David. He is the fulfillment of that Davidic promise that was given so many years ago, but established as the son of God in power. And he's come to save us from our sins. He's come to bring about the grace that we need to follow him, to bring about the obedience of faith, my friends, for the sake of his name among all the Gentiles. That's you and me, right? Mm. We're here because St. Joseph did what he had to do. We're here because the apostles took that message of the gospel and they didn't bow to fear that God was with them. So they had the power to go do what God wanted them to do because God was working through them. God with us. And my friends, he continues to be with us in everything that we do. But we have to remember what it means that we're set apart. We're set apart for the gospel. And that's called to be holy. Called to be holy. Friend, you're called to be holy here listening to this radio program today. Amen. And that might seem overwhelming to you. You might seem like, I don't know how to do that. Holy doesn't mean perfect. Not in this life. Holy means you are trying every day. And if every day we can get 1% better, ladies and gentlemen, we are on the path to holiness. That's what God asks. It's a journey. It's a journey. But it's not a journey that God calls us to take on our own. Amen. He comes with us. He comes to us. He shows us. up. He shows up, my friends. I want you to all think about what that means in your life here today. Where do you need God to show up in your life? And my friends, as we as we close this out today, I want you to think about that. And I want you to cry out to God in those moments of saying, God, I can't do this. I can't fix myself. I can't fix my situation, but you can. And I'm crying out to you, the God who has showed up. Friends, you have to remember what we celebrate here in Advent isn't something that we hope happens. It's what has already happened, my friends. Jesus Christ has come. He has showed up. But it's so easy for us to give in to fear and to forget what he's done. So I encourage you guys today to let the Lord show up in your life and trust that he will. Friends, thank you all so much for listening here on Reflections from the Heart. Jim, I want to say a special thank you to you for, for joining me here today. Uh, it's awesome to talk to you, my friend. You too, brother. It's been a blast. And, and ladies and gentlemen, wishing you a blessed Advent and a very merry, merry Christmas. Friends, I want to thank all of you for joining us here today on Reflections from the Heart. Make sure you check out our website at stewardshipmission.org. And we'll see you next week here for our next readings through the scriptures and the gospel. Take care, my friends, and God bless. Reflections from the Heart has been presented by Stewardship, a Mission of Faith. We hope that you've been blessed and encouraged as you listen to Reflections from the Heart. If so, please consider participating in a Gospel Reflection Group. For more information on locations and times of Gospel Reflection Groups, or how to start a Gospel Reflection Group in your area, and to learn about all of the family of ministries, please visit our website at stewardshipmission.org or call us at 717-367-0100. Stewardship, a mission of faith, is a 501c3 nonprofit organization and depends on donations from people like you to make Reflections from the Heart possible. 
If you've enjoyed this broadcast, please prayerfully consider partnering with us by making a tax-deductible donation by visiting stewardshipmission.org or call us at 717-367-0100. On behalf of all of us at Stewardship, a mission of faith, thank you for listening. And until next time, may God bless, protect, and guide you on your journey home to Him.